Hello, thanks for joining us for Devotionables, brief devotions for busy people. My name is Gabriel. Today we look at Psalm 51. This is a prayer of David. This is a, uh, a psalm of David for the choir director when Nathan the prophet came to him after he had gone into Bathsheba. Tragic story. Heartbreaking story. Again, the story of David's fall, his sin against Bathsheba, sin against the Lord, a sin against Uriah, ultimately the Lord, and it leaves us longing for the true and righteous king, right? That David, as good as he was, you think like, man, the best, this is our, the guy. He's not the one, right? And uh, we're thinking about the Davidic promise that there'd be one to come who indeed would uh, be on the throne forever, the Lord Jesus Christ. So here, though, David is confronted with sin. And so before I go, any, go on any further, just let's get the elephant out of the way, right? The elephant in the room. You and I, we are sinners. We're not perfect. We sin. And we need, we desperately need somebody in our lives, like a Nathan, who loves us enough to look at us, lovingly, lovingly let, you know, just direct brother, sister, and then speak into our life. And we need to respond in humility and repentance. We need to respond with a godly repentance, not a worldly sorrow like Judas. And so you read through Psalm 51. It's 19 verses. I would encourage you to read through this slowly, meditate upon it. Ask the Holy Spirit to search your heart, reveal sin, and then confess it. If we confess our sins, He is faithful, He is just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Go maybe, and if it's a sin that you particularly are like, you find yourself falling over and over into this sin, go to a brother, a trusted sister, and preemptively confess it to them. Like, I am struggling with X. I am struggling with Y, Z. I've confessed it to the Lord. I'm confessing it to you. Pray with me. Hold me accountable. Uh, We need Nathans in our lives, and we need to grow the backbone uh, in a loving kind of way and consider what Jesus said in Matthew 7, right? Uh, Why do you see the speck in your brother's eye? We don't see the log in your own eye. Log in your own eye. Make sure you're, you're right. And that your motives are right and you come in love. But if you had the backbone at times and the concern to, to call out, so to speak, um, a sin in a brother or sister's life. Now, obviously there's a love that covers a multitude of offenses, right? We need wisdom and tactfulness and grace. But this right here, this is a simple relationship here that Nathan had. Um, and, of course, God is all behind this at work, right? But thankfully, we see David repent. And he, he asked God to be gracious. Be gracious to me, O God, according to your loving kindness, right? Your covenant love. And you, you can't help but remember that covenant he made to David. You can't help but how God um, revealed himself to Moses, right? In Exodus 34, the Lord, the Lord, slow to anger, abounding in loving kindness, steadfast love, according to your greatness of your compassion, Blot out my transgressions. Oh, the shame and how embarrassed. Like, 
if right now this, all of my sins would just be blasted up on screen for you to see, they would, they're countless. I'm not even aware of them, sadly, some of them. Some of them I have a great awareness of, and it's embarrassing, it's shameful. And like David, blot out my transgression. Thankfully, the blood of Jesus has done that. Praise God. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin, for I know my transgression, and my sin is ever before me. David just walked around within the heaviness he speaks about here. And then he talks about even kind of like, um, so we're sinners by birth and sinners by choice. So this was a sin by choice that David committed. Now he's going to talk about this inherited sin nature he has in verse 5. And then I love this here in verses uh, 7 and 9 and 10. Purify me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. This is our prayer. It should be a prayer daily for us, right? Create me a clean heart. Unite my heart to fear your name. Help me to walk in your ways and to love you, to fight sin. Protect me from the evil one. Help me to be quick to repent. Give me a new heart. Fill me with your Holy Spirit, right? Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me, right? Recalling when Saul sinned and he's rejected and David selected, right, chosen, Spirit departs Saul, descended on David, right? He's like, don't, no, I need you. I love you. I want you. Do not cast me away from your presence. Do not take your Holy Spirit from me. The good news is, brothers and sisters, when we repent in genuineness, truth, godly repentance, confessing our sins to the Lord, right? And we, I think at times we, we need to grow in confessing to others when appropriate as well. He can and He does, and He will hear and forgive us our sins. Not because He's going to let it slide. Not going to brush it under the rug. But because the Lord Jesus, and we looked at Psalm 22 recently. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Right In a sense, the Lord hid His face from Jesus. When he, it went dark, right? And Jesus bore in His body on the tree the punishment for our sins, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness, that we might be forgiven, set free. He did this for us. He bore in Himself, in His body on that tree, the punishment for our sins. Guys, a little long today, but this is a powerful, powerful psalm. I pray that you'll read through it and the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit will minister to you deeply. And if you're struggling with the sin, that you would just call out, knowing that it is only in Jesus, only in God that you can be forgiven. And with Him there is forgiveness, that He may be feared and loved and served. Blessings on you today.